You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome to Behind the Influence, a production of iHeartRadio and TDC Media. And I kept working, 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 got an opportunity to be at the Laugh Factory, hosted my own show, then that became two shows, and now I am responsible for two of the most popular nights in Los Angeles. This isn't me being arrogant saying, oh, look at me, appease me. No, appease yourself. This is a job. This is a career. Show up. I will be honest with anyone that asks me a question, but sometimes they will not appreciate or expect my honesty. So many people are so willing to change the world. So few people are just simply willing to change themselves. <laughs> yeah, that was that was oh, interesting. She just took my gum right that was real. That was real. That's the nitty gritty part oh, of Hollywood that people don't know, where oh. the talent spit out their gum in the hand oh, no. of the assistant and oh, that girl. assistant had to take with drool there was that wasn't just gum that it wasn't was, hard was gum wet. that was wet chewed up gum oh, and then it was and it was thrown in the trash it was small but it was big it was a small thing but a big i felt really bad principle. doing that honestly i could have just grabbed the trash can and brought it over but like it's the fuck it counts. yeah you know oh, you man. put in you put in effort you didn't even you were like no this is immediate i will take it in my hand and put it in the trash because you took spit gum in your mouth <laughs> instant promotion in your hand and put it out in the trash can all right that's victoria, you know that's victoria she just took my gum straight out of my mouth for this interview that i'm so excited it's the first one that we're doing of 2020 oh i'm the first of 2020 first interview of 2020 which would sound great if it wasn't such a horrible year right because 2020 started out like all this promise and then day one australia's on fire day two world war three day three rent was due like that was just craziness. Day four, Tatiana has lost all use of hair. All use, like it's the weirdest thing. We were talking about this before um, we started recording, but I just want to fill you guys in. Not that it matters, but maybe during this episode, some weird feeling will come back. Both of my hands have lost all feeling. I cannot spread my fingers apart, use them, and just I want everyone to just think real quick: how often you use your hands and your fingers, and what you use them for, and imagine. No longer having use of those things. Okay, so the comedian and me automatically went to the worst, most dirty things you. Right. <laughs> like everything you said just sounded like Let's really just say, dirty thank and perverted. God I'm married but, to a good man. Yeah, great man. Who has surgical gloves. 
on, great, on hand. Great guy. Uh, yeah. So, all right, guys, we are sitting here with Tehran. He is by far one of my favorite humans on planet Why, Earth. Why, thank you. You are also one of mine. I've been trending this year in case you, you, you <laughs> You've didn't know. You've been trending. I've been trending. Tehran, not for the best things. You know, I'm named <laughs> after the capital of Iran, so awkward awkward but you know what it's not about that it's about you Yo. you know we're here with you i've interviewed Tehran a few times before and in different contexts you know his, his story as a comedian all the success that he's had so far this show focuses obviously on influence and Tehran is no exception to the word influence because he's essentially a gatekeeper a tastemaker within the the comedy world um, and we'll get into his background a little bit so you can understand why and how. But basically, Tehran, he books shows. He hosts shows. So, like, if you're funny and he thinks you're funny, he'll feature you on his show. I definitely will. I give a space for people who I think are talented or up-and-coming talent, especially in the Los Angeles area. So the major hubs of comedy in the United States are going to be New York, L.A., and they're, of course— Chicago and places like that. But New York and L.A. are where it's at. And New York is where you get good, but L.A. is definitely where you come to get famous. Mm. So the people who control comedy in L.A. control if you're going to make it big or not. If you're going to be famous, this is where it happens. Exactly. And when I say that Tehran hosts shows, he's not hosting some, like, random, and no shade to this, but not some no-name, random... Backroom bar. Whatever. Yeah. We're talking... Olive Garden Tuesday. We're talking Laugh Factory, guys. Yeah, the so, Laugh Factory. So, and, and obviously that's iconic. A Laugh Factory has broken. Every single major comedian in this world was broken there. Well, Comedy Store and the Laugh and Factory, and I would say The Cellar, are the three top comedy clubs in the world. Not just in the United States, but literally in the entire world. And being at the Laugh Factory, I have my own two shows, and I obviously have a lot of influence on the lineup overall, and at the Comedy Store and at the Improv. So I do shows there as well. And being in that position, not only do I see everyone, I know who's going to be tomorrow. And there's a lot of talent coming through as we speak. Jack Knight, Renee Vaca, Sam Jay. Sam Jay is brilliant. She's hilarious. Renee is this up-and-coming Latino comedian who is just very funny and charismatic. Jack Knight is the next Dave Chappelle. You're watching this happen. Where does Jack Knight find you? How does that connection happen? Circle of influence. So the best way to get connected, it's not just what you know. It's definitely who you know. Okay. And who you know will depend on how good you are. People will talk about you. There's a comedian right now, Chappelle Lacey. I heard about him for months before I actually even interacted with him simply because people were like, this kid is on the up and up. He's up and coming. He's hilarious. And so I heard about him and now I'm trying to place him. We just had him on fresh faces at the Laugh Factory. So that's how it works is who you know is very important. A lot of connections. Comedy is full of politics the way politics is right now full of comedy. But what if you don't know anyone? Are you just, you don't have Then you're chance? screwed. If you don't know anyone, then you better start making friends quick. It's not a coincidence that Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider are best friends. And Judd Apatow and Seth Rogen and that crew are all closely connected. Right. And that Judd Apatow and Adam Sandler are buddy buddies and Judd has directed all the movies. That's not a coincidence. These are people who associate, they connect, and they definitely, your social inventory is everything. Okay, so talk to me about somebody in Alabama whose social inventory is not going to be as robust as Tron living in, you know, the hottest city in the world. Well, here's, here's the good and the bad news. If you're in Alabama, by the way, 
gas in Alabama is at like $2.15. Amen. That's amazing. Mm. So if here in LA, it's at like Mm $4.50, which means that for $2.35 more, you can be successful. And I guess you need to move. You need to move. You need to leave Alabama Mm. and get there. And Dean Del Rey makes a point of that when he says like things like that. Like the concept is if you're in Alabama, that's not the place. Now, that doesn't mean I'm a person in Alabama. I will never make it. Thankfully, the internet has made entertainment into a democracy. You can find anywhere, anytime, any place in the world. But at the end of the day, you can be in Alabama streaming your content or like whatever. But at the end of the day, you've got to be here. A hundred percent. You have, you're going to eventually have to move. And there are people that are like, well, I don't want to move. Well, that's fine. You don't have to do this. None of us have to do this. We get to do this. This is a decision that we made. LA and Hollywood did not call a single person and say, oh my God, we need you. Mm. We need it. So you're going to have to sacrifice and know that the ends justify the means. Get up, get out, and get something. Okay, so initially when we opened this, you were talking about like New York is where you get good and then L.A. is where you you In my opinion, because New York, you can hit as many mics. In New York, you can definitely hit three to six mics a night, which is virtually impossible. That's a lot. It is a lot. Even something like forget the politics. Geographically, it's difficult to get to six mics in L.A geographically people will be like oh i'm only staying two miles away from you it's like you might as well have just well, stayed I mean, in la you're in gonna, alabama exactly exactly in la you're gonna be like going to long beach to exactly. go to one of them that doesn't make sense it's your whole day you right. planned like if anytime i have to go to santa monica i just know that's, that's monday and tuesday that's my whole monday and tuesday that's the end of that right so the concept is in new york you can hit three to six mics just an average person can hit three to six mics Every single night. And practice makes perfect. There is no secret. Get up on mics. Practice, practice, practice. So one question, something that I might have like, a, it might be a stereotype that I'm falling into, but. Not all blacks are like that, Tati. No, 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 no. How many times do I have to tell you? What's no. wrong so with you? So I have you? a question. So New York and LA have this yes. like constant. Rivalry. Rivalry, right? Would someone argue that the crop of talent coming out of New York who are doing stand-up, like their real goal is stand-up versus L.A., you've got this like entire crop of actors and like influencers and want to be famous for whatever and no shade. Is the pool a little more flooded here? That's not. Uh, to be very honest, that's not a very nice thing to say, but it would be so true. A hundred percent, that's right. the case. In New York, you have people who are specifically there for stand-up. If you ask one of them what their ultimate goal in life would be, if they could be the most decorated actor, the most decorated stand-up comedian of all time, they would most likely choose decorated stand-up comedian. I do not feel the same about a lot of the talent pool that's in Los Angeles. Now, does that mean that there is not talent in Los Angeles? No, there is clearly talent in Los Angeles. This is where every prom queen and football star in the country comes here to become a hostess at Katsuya. That's how it works, (laughs) right? So there's a lot of talent here. However, it does become oversaturated and... Since there are only certain spots that make it, once again, the store, Laugh Factory, of course, and improv, and there are some outskirt places, flappers and ha, but no one's really going to those places to be big, right? There's limited space, 
limited place and an oversaturation of people trying and flooding trying to do this. And every actor feels like the easiest way to break through because it makes you feel like you're doing something right. as opposed to just sitting around and waiting for auditions. Try stand up. And it makes sense. I mean, there's so many benefits to stand up. You're building confidence. You're getting reps in. You're practicing. I feel like you find your voice in many ways. Actors like to have their own niche personality or whatever. So I could definitely see the benefits of it. But on the same token, I could see how someone who's main goal to be a comedian and they they're flooded with all this all these other people i could see how that could maybe offend maybe not offend isn't the no word. it is offend is the correct word because when you see someone that's doing something that you take seriously and this is your passion and they do it once a month and they call themselves the same thing right it's offensive Got you're it. looking at it and you're saying you don't have the right to use this term in reference to you when you literally put in the least amount of effort. And here I am busting my ass to do the do the thing that I say I do. So as a gatekeeper, do you take that into consideration when you are booking talent? I do, 100%. In fact, recently I had a conversation with a comedian who was telling me how, oh, I just like doing comedy. Well, then, no, I'm not going to give you the opportunity on the most famous stage in the world to perform when there are other people who this isn't their hobby. This is their life passion. This is their mm -hmm. goal. That's who I'm going to give an opportunity to, especially personally. I like giving opportunities to a diverse field of voices because that's what comedy ultimately is. It's a platform to be heard. And while I am all for, there are people like, Oh, no more white men. I think white men have a space in comedy and they have a huge one, but I do feel that transgender and in LGBTQ and black and brown and yellow and purple and everyone else has a space as well. And so I will look for that. Not that I'm going out of my way for diversity. It's that I feel like inclusion I will always go out of my way for. I can't stand that, by the way, when people are like, no white girls or no. And I'm like, what? That That's 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 We're just as oppressive here. of course that's as that's as oppressive however at the same token it shouldn't be just white girls or just white males but let's be honest there's nothing funnier than a corny white dude right a dad a corny a, a dad, dad who like male. owns the dad a hundred percent love that shit okay so <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i think brian's my friend brian's laughing. in there brian's laughing like, in the background because he is a white dad a white dad what do you call a fish with no eyes <laughs> like, that's hilarious right you got it that's yours oh man this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect purdue global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals these include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Okay, so so Tron, we've talked about him being a gatekeeper. I'm sure you guys are wondering, how does one get in this power position? So Tron, if you could just give us like a high level of how you got to the place. Obviously, you're wildly talented and, and the owners of these comedy stores are trusting you, but you didn't get there overnight. Talent is a word we often use to attribute to people to deny ourselves where we are like, well, they're talented, so that means I don't have to do it. No. What it was is I got very lucky because I worked very hard. I worked very hard and got very lucky, and when those two meet, all of a sudden it seems like opportunity, right? That's those two collide. And what happened was I was, what happened was, I, and this is why I actually feel inclusion and representation is so important. I was literally in law school trying to figure out my next move in life. I knew I didn't want to practice law. That was never the plan. But I need to figure out what I did ultimately want to do. I turn on the television, and this is me in my 20s. This isn't me as a 13-year-old or as an 8-year-old. This is me in my 20s. I saw a comedian, Mikey Winfield, who had a show on Fuse Network where no one watches Fuse. And I was watching Fuse, and he would perform comedy and present videos and things like that. And he's a light-skinned black guy with a fro. And I literally saw him do it, and I was like, if he can do it, I can do it. That's literally how that happened. That's began the path. Then comedians like Maz Jabrani and Maximini gave me an opportunity to perform. And then Maz actually pulled me aside and gave me the speech, gave me the, if you really want to do this, then you have to do this. This isn't just something you do once every three months and because you're funny with your friends. This is an art form. And it's interesting because we, we always think that when comedians go on stage and if they say the same thing, we're like, why didn't he say something new? We just make it look so easy that everyone thinks they can do it. You would never expect a singer to go on stage and sing a brand new hit every time they get on stage. We are writing as well. We are just writing beats and merits and jokes into jokes, and they're doing it into rhythm and song. It's a very similar process. So I got, I practiced getting up on the mic. I practiced finding a voice that was unique to myself when I'm on stage. And I practiced being on stage in front of people. That's people's biggest fears. And everyone, oh, well, I can be funny. No, it's not the same. And I kept working, 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 got an opportunity to be at the Laugh Factory, hosted my own show. Then that became two shows. And now I am responsible for two of the most popular nights in Los Angeles. And I've been to both of them. Hilarious. I've- you are great audience member. And I well, feel like you should fake. do comedy. You're really funny. No. You, uh, yeah. Yes, you are. I don't know if you guys have had our conversations with Tati and her and her personal views on things. Her take on things and the way she states them is that comedian mentality, which is a starting point. You should have some 
here's my rebuttal artistic of that. integrity here's my rebuttal of that i will interject my comedy into these things that are my passion I will not pursue stand-up for the exact same reason that we discussed in the beginning because I have too much respect for the people who went to improv classes, groundlings, auditioned. That is their thing. God bless you. And I'm just like, and also it's not my passion. Yeah. So if somebody were to say to me, you will become a billionaire doing, a, doing stand-up, I wouldn't do it. Because it's not, it wasn't my end goal. My oh, end wow. goal That's is to- That's just you being stupid. If someone told me I would be a billionaire- Giving out handies on Hollywood Boulevard, I would just stand on Hollywood Boulevard. Like I, I like once you say billionaire, all bets are off. Okay, right, fine. I shouldn't have gone to yeah, the B billionaire. Club. Once you hit billionaire, all right, all right, all right. I shouldn't have gone to the B club. Let's talk millions. Okay, okay. okay. We're we're still reasonable. The, the point the point being, for me. My passion would not be that, right? Like, and maybe I'd have a thrill and be really excited, get off stage and be like, oh my God, I just did that. That was awesome. Sure. But to your point, why would I want to take a spot potentially from someone who that is really their passion? When my passion is here, I want to talk to people. I want to interview people. I'll just be funny on my interviews. And that's and that's why I applaud the fact that you and I've seen your progression in your path and you have it. Obviously, people love you and they, mm. they love talking to you about it, stuff. No, says. she's got it. And she gets you to tell secrets that you would not normally tell. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little thing she does because she lets but you fun make secrets, all not, not... comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Fun secrets. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like I would have to I would have to murder Tatiana if I ever like if I was on a TMZ story, I'd have to get rid of her because she would know that you're like she's gotten things out like she. Oh, man. I don't know. She can't move right now. So I don't think yeah, I'm a, like a paraplegic. <laughs> yeah, that just means it's easier to murder. Like it's not <laughs> this, this isn't. Yeah, this isn't feel bad. This is like, am I going to make it? And then she can bring me down secrets like, you know, like she knows. You're always so complimentary of me. I just feel like I need to have you every day <laughs> no 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 compliments it, it's so interesting how compliments and the truth sound so uh similar when you're being sincere you're i so, definitely think you're being sincere because there's those people that are like i love you and you're like yeah i'm not that person at all i'm no, quick you, to be I have like actually no. seen you yeah. really shade people yeah so. <laughs> I'm, I'm very upfront you know where you stand with me there is no so there's yeah tehran is a uh, pretty straightforward and i think that you need to be that type of person to be in the role that you are. So I want to ask you, like, you've got to have millions of people who are saying, hey, can I get a coffee with you? Can I have advice? Like, you have pick no your idea. brain. I know for a fact from experience, anytime I've asked you to meet with someone you have because you're a very helpful person. However, do you draw the line with these pick your brain? You're in a power position. You know people are not just wanting to have coffee with you because they want to have a latte with you. They they want something. How do you determine who you give time to and invest time into? Well, I will be honest with anyone that asks me a question, but sometimes they will not appreciate or expect my honesty. I, I think it's every every person's responsibility to try to help the next person up the ladder. In fact, that the thought process behind, oh, I want to be the only star. This is not a zero-sum game. This is not a situation where I only win if you lose. The concept is, even at night, if you look up in the sky and there's only one or two stars, you don't look up again. It's when the night sky is filled with stars that you stay staring up at the sky in awe. That's how I feel when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to comedy. There's room for all of us. However, how do I differentiate between those who belong in the night sky and those who are simply fallen stars? And that has to do with the person's ambition 
It has to do with their personal motivation and it has to do with their talent level as well. Is it, does it ever have to do with you just somebody rubs you the wrong way? You don't like them. I don't take most things personal. Okay. In fact, some of the people that I respect the most in this game are like? people I do not like. Mm -hmm. I don't find funny. I also do not hang out with them outside. Because you would think like if you're in a power position, you know, people are catty. Of course. You would think somebody would personally block someone. A lot of, uh, and a, that happens a lot, like by the happens. way, in comedy. Right. In comedy, it's one of those things where you don't know who someone's going to become. You don't know who someone is, and you don't know how to, if you're rubbing someone the wrong way. I actually have a great story about Tiffany Haddish. Uh, a big-name comedian, when Tiffany Haddish was on the come-up, because her story, by the way, which is known now, and everyone knows her and loves her, that's real. What she talks about is her truth of truths. She is a very much an open book. And I, I've known Tiffany, and she's been like a sister to me and amazing. I remember specifically when she was uh, she was in the lobby and a big name comedian who everyone would know if I said his name specifically told Tiffany she's not funny. She will never be funny. She will never make it. Tiffany was very upset in the lobby. Jamie Masada, the owner of the Laugh Factory, comes over and says, Tiffany, I believe in you. He has an accent. And then. Lo and behold, three years later, Tiffany is the most famous female comedian in the world. And she, I'll never forget, she she was on the cover of Vanity Fair. It said, the funniest comedian alive. Not funniest woman, funniest comedian alive. And she simply tagged that person no. on Twitter and tagged them. So we can verify who this I is. I mean, uh, you uh, and you, uh, like, uh, everyone would know who that person is. You know? What, everyone. What does... What is the benefit of saying something like that? First of all, do you genuinely think that this comedian felt that? Or do you believe that the comedian felt threatened? What's the benefit of always being a good person? Even if you have, if, if you felt that way, there was no need to it say it or express it in so this way. Was the there was a, a little bit of a conflict simply because of Tiffany being on stage when it was the other person's time oh. and coming off and, and it wasn't even that much it was simply the person decided to go off and and honestly here's the thing you have to remember you should treat the janitor the same way you would treat the general because you never know when roles will will be reversed and more importantly they just always be, reverse and, and just be a good person just genuinely be a good person does that mean that I never say anything that would come off mean? That's not true. I say mean things all the time, but it's because I believe them and I will not. I don't say it in a in a way that's negative. I, there's a difference between critique and criticism. And critique is when you're actually trying to help the person out. You want them to be better. And there's a comedian, actually, Shang, who is, is a comedian who's been doing it a long time. I'll never forget Gerard Carmichael, who had the Carmichael show. And, I mean, Gerard's so famous now. Jay-Z and Beyonce came to the Laugh Factory just to watch him perform. It was crazy to see that progression as well. Gerard Carmichael, who I've always liked, I remember he used to come in, and this is before he was famous, and comedians would be like, oh, there's Gerard. Oh, Gerard's not that. I don't understand. And I used to think Gerard's hilarious just watching it, and I could tell. And Jamie actually calls me the comedian whisperer because I, like, pick these people and they do make it. Gerard used to come in and people would shade him. Shang, however, after watching special, specifically said it to Gerard's face and was not in a mean way. He said it, and this is my opinion, I do not specifically think you're that funny. And it wasn't in a mean way. It wasn't in a negative way. It was in a this is my opinion way. 
that's different. And what right. I respect Shang is Shang didn't flip flop like everyone else who said the same thing behind his back, but then was so nice to his face. What Shang did was he said it up front and was respectful about it and said, this is how I feel. I posted this and I feel this and I don't mean to hurt your feelings. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. That's the thing. Everyone is entitled to right. an opinion, it, a matter of taste. And my personal point of view, if you look at someone who's a great, if you say things like, I don't like Drake, I understand that. You don't have to like Drake. But if you say something like Drake sucks, you're a hater. Right, because exactly. clearly Drake doesn't suck. You know, Kobe doesn't suck. When people are like, Kobe sucks. Bro, I've seen you play basketball. What, right, what are you right. talking about? Kobe's amazing. Just say, I don't personally like something. That's a matter of opinion. Right. That's understandable. So tell me about the booking process, specifically on your end, what that looks like. Well, now. let me explain booking for people because right, a lot because of people always ask me, can I be on your show? Or they think of friends. When you watch a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, his friends are not in that movie. It's not like it's Leonardo and his best friend. And, and that's got to be awkward because I'm I'm guaranteeing you have friends who want to be doing oh, what you're doing. Very much so. People are my friends and we're in this business and they would love a shot. In fact, I have cold opens by Mateen Stewart and Menachem Silverstein, who are people who are not only my friends, but I also see a lot of potential in both of them, and that's why they have that spot. How do you manage that? When it comes down to is, I'm very upfront and honest. It's not, there's no secret. There's no personal bias. It comes down to this. When I book a show at the Laugh Factory, unlike the Comedy Store, which has three rooms and runs a rotating show, meaning that comedians go up. Each room probably has 20 comedians a night, 60 comedians in in a single night go up in the in the laugh factory we do four comedians a show so basically 60 comedians what the comedy store does in one night the laugh factory does in a week so you're asking to be one of 60 when i choose my shows this is how i pick the first comic that i put on my show is a person who is industry favor meaning caa wme a manager three art something contacts me wants their client to get up and because industry is coming to see them it's the hopes that they see all of us and so we stay involved so that's one person the second person is of course a headliner it's going to be a crystalia it's going to be a tony rock it's going to be someone who deserves that space because they've worked so hard and now they're a headliner and they are a draw Ken Jong, who's one of the nicest human beings on the planet. Ali Wong, someone of I that nature Ali is getting, Wong. she's amazing, right? Then the third person is going to be someone that has the political connections. They are a Laugh Factory or a comedy store and improv favorite. They're someone who's been in the family. And while they may or may not be deserving of that spot now, there was a time that they were. And so they continue to be on the lineups. And the last person I bring is someone who is good, good enough to be on that stage. It's not like I'm doing them a favor. They're good enough to be on stage, but they also have a draw. Ultimately, as a comedy club, you want to put butts in that seat. Every single show, we in comedy, there are the thing, things called a bringer show, and that's when a, co a comic gets a chance to be on the stage by being able to bring 10 or 20 paying customers. Mm -hmm. uh, and those shows are looked down upon, and it's because that's for rookies and new people. It's like open micers who want a bigger shot. However... Once you hit a certain level, every show is a bringer show. The difference is I bring 50 and Kevin Hart brings 50,000. Mm -hmm. And that's why Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart. Right. It's butts and seats. You don't just sell out Madison Square Garden. It doesn't sell out itself. Yeah. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Somebody wants to be on one of your shows and they don't have a family connection. They're not a headliner. They don't have a draw. Do they not have a chance? Do they have a chance? Yes. Anything within the possible realms of possibilities uh, is possible. Is it very likely? It's very difficult. They're going to have to, con- but here's how the do thing. they reach you? There are people like me who are very open minded to these mm-hmm. things. There was a time. I, a comedian, Chris Red, good friend of mine. I saw him and I saw potential and he was working very hard and he was from Chicago. He came to LA and I used to put him on my shows all the time. People were like, why do you put him on the shows all the time? Like, that's not fair to us. Chris Red is now on Saturday Night Live and he's like the, the one of their premier people. Mm. You know, it's because I saw that. Or Rami Youssef, who's, who, by the way, just won a Golden Globe and that's like our boy. These are people who you can tell this is where it's going. And so you pick them. But other than that, if someone wants to contact me, they find me on Instagram. Don't just say, Hey, Hey, can I do your show? That means nothing to me. Everyone wants to do my show. Mm. Of course you want to do my show. Industries at my show. Average actor might audition. What? Once or twice a week. Comedians get to audition every single time we hit a stage because there will be someone in undoubtedly at the major clubs who is there from the industry that can, that can change and make our lives. So, Everyone wants to be on my show. Don't just say, hey, can I be on your show? No, give me some, give me something. Send me a tape. Talk to me. Tell me why you feel like you deserve to be on the show. This isn't me being arrogant saying, oh, look at me, appease me. This is me saying, no, appease yourself. Mm. This is a job. This is a career. Show up. Be mm-hmm. there. Do do the little things. It's You're sending in a resume. You're, you're applying for a job, which is stage time. Do the same things. Give me give me that cover letter. Mm. Are you actively looking for people? Do you go to do you go to those tiny back bar shows to see who's up and coming? Or 
do you just kind of wait for people to come to you? I definitely keep my ear to the ground. Mm -hmm. I look for talent. I go to shows. More importantly, this is where it comes to the who you know. If you are doing it, it's like if you build it, they will come. Exactly. If you're doing it, we will hear about you. Mm -hmm. Because and, And sometimes, of course, it works the other way. Nepotism is very real. Right. So sometimes it's someone's best friend, someone, girlfriend, boyfriend. Of course, they get those roles Mm. with me. It's not that's not uh, my criteria at all. But it happens that way as well, where people get hype, but they aren't they don't live up to the hype. But with me, if I hear about you or if I see you in a position, even Brene Vaca, who we went to Lebanon together to do a show, who was an basically an open micer at that point and people were like why are you taking renee i saw him kill renee came to lebanon beirut of all places killed in beirut and then people were like well why do you book and now he just won the nbc diversity showcase which is one of the top showcases for comedy in the entire country Hmm. so you see that promise and it also helps that renee's a great guy no one wants to be around a douchebag like no one I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be around an f boy any more than Victoria wants to date one. Like I just don't want to <laughs> be around those people. So if you're also a, a person you want on your team, you want yeah. you want this person around. It is okay. I feel comfortable with you. You are a nice person. I see you're a good person. You don't talk trash about other people. Those are things I look for too. Because if you talk trash about other people, then you're going to talk trash about me. You know? Absolutely. So I don't need that. I want people who are positive. You're in a space. You're going to go perform. I need to be in a positive energy space. Mm-hmm. Don't F with my chi. I need everyone to be on the same page when it comes to that. And you're more likely to get on. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely heard of all the industries that the comedy space is probably the most brutal and yeah, cutthroat as far as like comedians the chi that you're talking yeah. about. I can't imagine how many ugly stories you've probably experienced of backstabbing and 100%. stepping on people. A hundred percent. How do you how do you stay how does your skin stay thick through such a I think from what I've heard, some a shady industry. It's not just what you've heard. It's what I've experienced. It's what every comedian's experienced. I stay in my lane, I keep my head down and I keep doing my thing. And I I do my best to avoid obstacles and know that nothing and no one gets in my path. So someone else's success does not undermine mine. Someone else's failures do not add on to mine. And if you stay out of the gossip, it doesn't follow you. You don't have to involve yourself in that stuff. Just keep, it's one of those be good regardless. So many people are so willing to change the world. So few people are just simply willing to change themselves. Like you can just simply keep being yourself. It doesn't matter. Dropping these quotes. I don't, even know, I don't even know what quote we're going to use for the quote card. I'm like, every time he says something, I'm like, ooh. I just keep wanting to bow and be like, amen. No, I mean, I, I just, because it's, it's this isn't, I live this. Like, this is how I really am. I wear a bathrobe. I mean, I'm just simple. Yeah, I'm I wish me. you guys could see him right now. Yeah. Literally, every time I interview him, and not just interview him, he will be at, I I'll be know. everywhere. I'll be at high. You'll be at the, the club yeah. in a bathrobe. I, I perform in a, I'm comfortable. I just want to be you comfortable. You definitely have a look. Why, thank you. I love that. I appreciate So, that. speaking of look, I kind of want to get into like it factor, right? Yes. I feel like in the comedy space, you definitely have to do something to stand out. There's so many comedians out there. In any space, branding is important. Right, right. So, you know, and I'm going to actually link you guys to a past interview I did with Teron where he does talk about branding and 
why he has his name on his hat. And it's actually very smart. Like, why wear Gucci when you can wear your own name? Yeah, a lot of, like, that's the whole thing. People would be like, I get, why do you wear your name on your own stuff? It's like, you're wearing Gucci doesn't pay Tommy you. Hilfiger. Right. Like, that's someone's, at that, that point, you're wearing almost his full name. Right. Ralph Lauren, you are literally wearing his government name. His <laughs> government name is Ralph Lauren. Right. So we, we had a really good conversation about that. So if you guys want to hear more about that and branding and all that stuff, I'm going to link you guys to that interview. But so there's got to be some it things that you look for. Sure. Can you list those out for us? Just because I feel like someone's going to be listening today who really, really wants to be either in your shoes one day or just be on your show. What well, are you looking for? In, in general, when it comes to comedy, this is the thing. How do you... And before people, especially when entertainment, people will be like, oh, my God, that's a bad angle. That's a bad angle. You think Danny DeVito has a good angle? Danny DeVito works, you know? Like, he's not just works. He's a star. So whenever you question the way you look, just remember Danny DeVito is a star. That's all you have to remember is that Danny DeVito. Hashtag Danny DeVito, baby. Danny DeVito is a star. Not just, he doesn't just work. He's a star. Okay, so here's the thing. First, when it comes to a look, be yourself. Look yourself. There is a certain genetic quality that people have, that ick factor where you can just, it's an intangible quality that certain people have, where it's very endearing. With comedy, that's the first thing. If you're yourself on stage, yourself, your truest self, you will, you will ultimately do very well. Dave Chappelle is amazing at that. At, at this point, he's in this zone where he's literally just himself all the time. Unapologetically. Unapologetically, he's himself. His his special, he went hard in the first two minutes. Yeah, and I, I mean, he goes hard happy. in general. Like, even when you hang out with Dave, Dave goes hard. Yeah, every time I hang out with Dave, he just, like, goes hard. He does go I mean, you say that, but it's like, Dave goes hard. Like, he's, he's, a, he's an interesting, charismatic, introverted listener. And he listens. And then when he says something, everyone gets quiet. And it's a bar. One of the best times I've ever had in comedy, one time, um, I get a text. Dave Chappelle's like, I'm at the store. Oh, so Can we just, one time. I just, yeah. God, okay. He says, I'm at the store. <laughs> right? So I go, I go to the store. And up to this point, it wasn't the best show. Right? Up to this point, it was like a lot of newer people. So it wasn't the best show. It was like a bringer show on top of that. Then... Kevin Hart goes on stage, okay? And, like, I remember this one lady, like, was about to, like, basically have a heart attack. She was just like, oh, no. And then, and then after Kevin Hart, Chris Rock goes on stage, okay? Remember, these, they had no idea this was happening. Chris Rock goes on stage. And some people had left. I felt, I bet they felt horrible. And then after Chris Rock, Chris Tucker, who hadn't been seen for a while, goes on stage. And then Cat Williams, Okay, oh so look God. at who's gone on stage all of this one show. And then Chappelle goes on stage, okay, and does like an hour and a half like it's nothing. That would be a dream. Yeah, uh, for anyone, who, yes, for people for who stayed, human. these people they saw. Anyone. And, and Chappelle, was he hilarious for an hour and a half or two hours that he did comedy? No, no, he wasn't. Some points he was just talking. Some points he was just sitting there smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer on stage. But for 10 minutes, he was more... He was funnier than all of us put together. Mm. That's how brilliant he is. And and once again, you're so in the room with doesn't matter. Brilliance. It's that 10 minutes that of... It makes you brilliant. And he's just unapologetically himself. But as far as a look, you should have a look. You should have a look where it's, this is your look. This is who you are. And that's why we like 
we like chubby Seth Rogen, but not so much skinnier Seth Rogen. Or like Jonah Hill. I mean, yeah, Jonah Hill Once lost he weight. got skinny, I was like, yeah. you're not funny anymore. Yeah, not only are you not funny, keep to these serious roles. Next role, you better have cancer <laughs> because I just don't believe you, you know? So it's a look. There's a feel. And with your material, if you're saying something that someone else can say, then I'll just have someone else say it. If you sound like Kevin Hart, mm. I will just go find Kevin Hart. That just comes down to who you are as a person. So at the end of the day, and you're saying you have to be yourself, that material has to genuinely be your life. It come from your heart. It's not even, not even necessarily your, your life. It could be your opinion, but it's your opinion. Right. It's your point of view. It's your writing. It's your way that you view the world. That's why when when we look at directors and we're like, oh, this director's great as opposed to this director's average, everyone can hold a camera. It's the way you frame it. Right. Where you are showing us, the audience, exactly what you see as the creator. Right. That's what that's what makes a Harry Potter book so great. Whether you like Harry Potter or not, J.K. Rowling created a world in which all of us vividly saw this world exactly the way she saw it mm. in her mind. Because we can all go up there and tell a Trump joke, right? Of course. But it's about the delivery and you are the perspective. And and the perspective. And have I heard this take before? So how does one finesse that? Because I think we all have some level of raw talent. Sure. But you have to really work that. What would be your piece of advice for somebody? Philosophically speaking, discovering comedy is truly discovering yourself. Okay. The way you do that, and now we go bookend it. Practice, 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 especially on stage. Literally practice being on stage. Practice speaking your mind on stage. It is one of the most terrifying things to do, especially unlike movies or music where you find out feedback later. Comedy is instantaneous. You say something, either they laugh or they don't. And the worst thing isn't when you get booed. The worst thing is when you hear crickets. <laughs> Where people are just silent. So at least you've evoked some emotion. Exactly. You get booed, at least you've 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 created something. But when it's just silence and it's crickets and you can hear that pin drop, that's when people sweat. That's <laughs> when it's like, uh, oh, oh, I'm here all week. You know, it's just like one of those things where that that five minutes, which sounds short, is an eternity at that point. So you've given us so many nuggets of information, and, and I think that people can really learn from this interview. Is there anyone that you think we should be paying attention to right now, since you have such a good eye, that you would like to give a little bit of... I will go down a list of comedians. Just and, so we can give our audience some people to check out, in, give in a good a, taste. In a room of people whose names are being definitely kicked around, Chris Red, Rami Youssef are definitely these names that Eliza Schlesinger, you know, but people know them. But if you're looking for, like, new talent up and coming, uh, and Andrew Schultz, by the way, because he's made it. Like, that guy did it on his own. I respect that. You're going to look for Renee Vaca. You're going to look for Jack Knight. You're going to look for Fox, who's a transgender comedian. Uh, very funny. Mateen Stewart, Menachem Silverstein, uh, Sam Jay. Very good. Audrey Stewart, working very hard. These are people that you're going to be looking for. Vanessa Johnston, Leah Lamar. I, I like everyone to have a voice. 
It's very interesting. It's great to watch. Oh, Tehran, breaking stars and actually a star himself. I'm so lucky. A star I... in the making. like Because people no. are like, Tehran, oh, haven't I? Aren't you on the terrorist watch list? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. No, but you're definitely, I mean, you're someone of influence and you definitely are a tastemaker in the comedy space. And I think that sky's the limit with you, obviously. Um, Thank you. And I'm I'm so, I love that we have this together, that I get to call you and we get to, I get to pick your brain. It's my favorite. You're one of my favorite people, but you know that. And you're one of my. And you also have this like Armenian thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't (laughs) matter. Like, it's a thing. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you guys want to check out Tron, tell them where all your socials are, where they can find you. Literally at I am, I A-M, Tehran, T-E-H-R-A-N. I am Tehran all across the social atmosphere. So find me anywhere that you find people. Follow me. Be my you. Be my Joe Goldberg. Stalk me. Stalk him. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Toodaloo. Behind the Influence is a production of iHeartRadio and TDC Media. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.